0: Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Signs, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. We've now entered the month of December. You know, it's real tempting to talk about college football because it seems have just grabbed so much attention. And of course, I'm a proud University of Texas Longhorn fan. But hey, I may have some time. But you know, we might get into football today because we've got a great guest who's represented a football coach. So there might be a little bit of time with that and have a little bit of fun as we're getting close to Christmas in the Christmas season. Remember, we have a state law that protects Christmas in public schools. We call it the Merry Christmas Law. We've got a website set up for the bill that we passed 10 years ago. Go to merrychristmastexas.com if you want to find out more about the things that your kid can do in public school during this time of year on the issue of Christmas. This shows about the issues of faith, family, and freedom. In the arenas of the courts the legislature and the media and if you're watching on youtube click that little button subscribe we want to make sure we got a lot of supporters on this and if you're watching live uh share this put it in some chats because we're going to have a great conversation with the ceo and lead attorney for first liberty institute kelly Shackelford. kelly shackleford has been on the show many times he is a board member of Texas Values. A few years ago, he was named one of the top 25 lawyers in the past 25 years for the state of Texas. He has been leading First Liberty Institute for quite some time. Uh, I used to work with them many years ago when they were under the name Liberty Institute and before that Free Market Foundation. Their work has expanded, though, not just for Texas, but all 50 states and at the U.S. Supreme Court, including a victory for Coach Joe Kennedy, the football prayer case, just a year or so ago at the U.S. Supreme Court. Kelly, welcome back to the Texas Values Report.
1: Glad to be on, Jonathan.
0: Well, look, I know there's a lot going on these days. You and I are moving a lot of different directions. We're actually going to see each other in person tomorrow, though. We've it's got true. a great event at Glen Eagles Country Club in Plano. We've given out an award in your name. What's that feel like? You're like,
1: man. I, you know, I, I feel like I should shouldn't be alive (laughs) you know uh but it's going to be fun because um number one i'll just people who are coming i'll tell them this i'm gonna you only gave me 10 minutes but in 10 minutes i'm gonna uh tell them that something dramatic has happened in the country that's very good and almost nobody knows about it yeah and so that'll be a, a fun thing to to do and then of course riley Gaines. i mean uh, what a great uh, example of courage and leadership uh, she's been. And so it's going to be a fun day. Uh, I, I think anybody who's who's there is going to have a great time.
0: Well, I'm going to take like several pictures with you since we're in the same room. The last time <laughs> I saw you, I think, was y'all's event this year. or Maybe it was towards the end of last year with Mike Pompeo. And so uh, I'm going to make sure I get plenty of those. Yes, Riley Gaines is going to be there. Mark Davis, the talk radio show host in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, is going to be our MC. Sorry, the event is sold out. Now, if you really must come and you've had your heart set on it, somehow you missed it, uh, call our office. And if you know somebody or you have got my cell phone, I might be able to work in a couple of more seats. But the event is sold out. We're excited about it. And it's going to be a great event. And there's a lot of great things to talk about, Kelly. You know, y'all have been doing such great work for many years. I'm glad to have you a part of it. You know, one of the things we're going to be doing is celebrating the Faith and Family Champions from the House and Senate. This legislature wrapped up earlier this year. They're finishing up a fourth special session this week. And a lot of the things we work on, right, religious freedom, the work you do, other values, issues, And it's a good chance to catch our breath, but also come together during this Christmas season. And look, I mean, it's been just a year ago or so that you had the Coach Kennedy case at the U.S. Supreme Court change the legal dynamics, uh, the standard for religious freedom should make it even more easy to have those Christmas parties and so on in public schools. But, um, you know, it's been a little while since then, and you guys have continued to stay active. Tell us what some of the latest work y'all been doing at First Liberty Institute.
1: Well, of course, you know, it it depends on how you define latest, right? Uh, And and just to give people a little feel, uh, normally there's about 7,500, maybe 8,000 requests for the Supreme Court to take your case. Uh, They took 59 last year, okay? The year before that, with 8,000 requests, they took sixty seven. So, if the idea is to get the court to take one of your cases, it's your odds are very, very low. Um, we didn't just have one; we just had four—not cases, four wins—at the Supreme Court over 13 months. And so, literally, as you as you referenced, it's changed the landscape for religious freedom in very positive ways. And really, what's happened is there's been some really bad cases that has almost had the government be hostile to religion you know think about here we are at christmas and hanukkah used to be always like a a menorah a a nativity scene uh, things like that until 50 years ago when the court started striking all these things down because of some bad precedent we just overturned all that and so you can have a nativity scene now on the lawn of the the county on the the state lawn whatever you can do these things now And uh, and so people don't know that. Well, one example of that is we just had a case in Houston, and uh, we had a a Jewish synagogue that we represented that they were trying to not let them have their electricity on. And Hanukkah is coming up this week. We literally had to go in and get a TRO uh, against the city of Houston. At that point, they realized they're in trouble. They agreed to everything. And Hanukkah is occurring. They're having their electricity. But I mean, it's just amazing what happens. But I think most citizens don't know about the shift 50 years of being trained you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that and now you can and so I, I hope every texas values listener will realize how important it is now at the state level which is where texas values is there's legislation that you can pass everybody can go to their own you know city uh lawn county lawn whatever and say hey why aren't we having an activity scene Um, If they put the Ten Commandments in the closet, it's time to bring it back out. I mean, all these things have changed, and it's up to everybody in their own community across the state to go in and and to really bring back religious freedom in their communities.
0: Yeah, no, it's a game changer. There's no doubt. Okay. Pun intended, I guess, since it was the coach Joe Kennedy case that that led to all of this. And some people didn't see it, right? Roe versus Wade was overturned on Friday, June 24th. But that Monday, three days later, any significance there? Who knows? Uh, (laughs) But on the Monday, the coach Kennedy case came down and, and a lot of people don't follow these things like you and I do and others. We're talking with Kelly Shackelford, president and CEO of First Liberty Institute, probably one of the most successful constitutional attorneys in the state of Texas. Certainly one of the top in the country, his legacy, and, and he's still going. We were joking as we started the show that uh, we're having an event on Wednesday. If you're watching this recorded or hearing recorded Wednesday. December 6th. If you're not at the event, if you didn't make it, you can still give at txvalues.org to support our efforts. But Kelly's going to be there with Mark Davis, Riley Gaines, so much to talk about there, but uh, Kelly, so much work that you've done uh, for decades. Right. And I, when we put the award together, we were like, we can't wait until, you know, (laughs) you pass away. I mean, we, your legacy is happening right now and it's a good way in our opinion to honor that, right, but also to inspire that, and when people see and hear the person that walks to the stage uh, at our Plano event at Glen Eagles Country Club at lunch on Wednesday, November, uh, excuse me, December 6th, you're going to see someone who was inspired because of the work of, by Kelly Shackelford, but their efforts are going to be inspiration to people after this point. And so I'm really excited. Kelly, we've redesigned the award, by the way. I don't think I showed it to you to get your approval. Sorry, but it looks amazing. You're going to, I mean, we did not do it justice before and we were like, you know what? We need an upgrade. So I'm excited about that. But you know what the, um, these are fights you, you've you been involved in. We've been involved in the state level on religious liberty. One of the court cases, excuse me, the laws that we worked on, we called it the Coach Kennedy case, excuse me, Coach Kennedy law, did not get passed this past legislative session. We've got some unfinished business to do because a lot of times it's necessary When the Supreme Court makes a ruling to then apply that to state law and have it in statute. That's why we have the Merry Christmas law, because for the longest time we had people saying in public schools, yeah, we're not sure what the court said. It's all confusing. And, you know, we don't want to get sued. And they they use that as an excuse. Right. And that's your point. We've got new precedent in place. It's a new landscape. We've restored religious freedom to where it is. All of those cases, many of them we would win, right? Um, wh- you know, whether it's Athens, Texas, whether it was uh, San Jacinto County a couple of years ago, we got involved right. in that. So we encourage people, call our office, call Kelly Shackford's office. If it's a local issue or we'll work together, whatever we need to do. Charlie Brown's Christmas case a few years ago in Colleen. These things should be much more simple, but we got to get the word out. You can find out more at First Liberty Institute dot org um, to see the work that they're doing at first liberty institute they are headquartered in texas but they also have an office in dc and they do work all across the country and in the 50 states kelly you know you think about we're in the christmas season and you know you've seen these attacks there was a book written about it the war on christmas at a certain point and you know i don't see as many as i used to but i still see them cropping up from time to time we you know uh, and, and for four years you had a president in place who you could sort of count on, message on that issue to be a little bit stronger. You know, as we get into this election season, I think it's important for churches to know they have the right to talk about these issues, to to make people aware of the elections. And for us to be looking at candidates that are biblically based that support religious freedom, what can you tell churches about what their rights are, some guidance as they get more attention and people ask about elections?
1: Yeah, we have, we have great stuff on the website at firstliberty.org on the rights of churches and elections. And, and really, you know, there's so much fear out there that uh, a lot of the churches are censoring themselves when really the job of a pastor is to equip the saints to represent Christ in every part of society. That includes in the voting booth. So not that the pastor has to tell them who to vote for, but they need to make sure that they're registered. They need to make sure that they're going to vote. I'm t- I have seen so many examples of this, Jonathan, right here in Texas. There was a, an area here not too far from me where school board members were taking over the school board that were against everything that is Judeo-Christian, right? And there were, the, the, the last school board member won was s- under 700 votes. Wow. There were 25,000 people at one of these churches on that Sunday, and so the pastor realized, what are we doing? So he got up, challenged everybody, said, you probably don't even know, but there in two weeks, there's an election. There, there's a school board election, a city election, and most people don't know, and most people don't vote. You need to vote. You need to vote biblically, and you need to vote. It was amazing. 70 to 30, all the conservative candidates, the Christian candidates won every race. They now have every city council in the area. Um, every school board. It changed everything just because the churches said, hey, let's be good citizens. Let's represent Christ in every area, including in the voting booth. And if people are scared about what they can do, pastor wise, just go to our website or call us because we have we lay it all out. Here's what the law is. Let me be real simple, Jonathan, with this. The IRS themselves says there's only two things that a church entity can't do. The church entity not the pastor. The pastor can be a finance chairman for somebody. The pastor can endorse whoever they want. The pastor could run for office. Yeah, they're a private We need more pastors running for office, right? (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Um, But um, the church entity, the 501c3 entity, the IRS would say there's only two things you can't do. You can't endorse one candidate over the other on behalf of the 501s. I have never seen anybody say First Baptist Church of whatever Wants to endorse so and so for office. Okay. It's not an issue. The second thing is you can't give resources or money to one candidate over another. Again, I'm not seeing a lot of churches saying, Hey, no. we'd like to open our coffers to political candidates. So the things that they can't do, no church really that I've seen wants to do anyway. What they can do is register people to vote. They can have voters' guides. They can invite the candidates to come talk at their church. As long as they invite everybody in the race, if just one person shows up, they've done their duty. If maybe both sides show up, great. Ask them questions. Um, So the churches can be the leaders in this, and there's really, they can talk about every issue from the pulpit. They have total freedom in doing what a church should do.
0: No, you're absolutely right. Go to their website, firstliberty.org. You can get connected with these resources. Preston Wood Baptist Church has a wonderful candidate event that we're involved in every year. It's legal to do that. And to your point, most of them never even remind their people there's an election. They're so afraid for so many years. They've been badgered, they've been misled by the ACLU and Americans, you know. So- united for separation of whatever, right? And and people are like, I just want to not do anything. And, you know, someone's going to sue me, but you won't be alone. You got Kelly and First Liberty Institute. We need to get on the ground at, at Texas Values and dig in with you on that to have a press conference, to do some training, to get the grassroots behind you. You let us know these are important issues coming up. And, you know, we win the right to exercise these freedoms. We got to put them in practice. Otherwise, what's the point, right? And so, Lawyers and people have done the hard work. People like Coach Kennedy have put their life on the line, their livelihood on the line for these freedoms. We need to go exercise them. Go to firstlibertyinstitute.org. Kelly Shackelford, president and CEO of First Liberty Institute, did a great job of line, uh, laying that out, Kelly. And I just wanted to say, too, as we conclude, that it's such a privilege to have you as one of the original founding board members of Texas Values. You've continued to be on the board um, you know, that that helps you probably have an award in your name, but it helps us as an organization to have that connection, to get that guidance, that wisdom, that insight of so many of the things that you've seen over the years. So from all of our team, our the rest of the board members and all of the supporters of Texas Values, thank you also for being a part of what we do.
1: Well, thank you for being a great leader. And uh, boy, I think everybody in Texas knows if there's any group that stands for those values, those biblical uh, principles in Texas in the legislature, there's no doubt of who the number one group is. It's Texas values. So if you care about the laws that are going to be passed, what the atmosphere is going to be like across Texas, you've got to be connected and involved with Texas values. Couldn't have said it better
0: myself. Kelly Shackelford, president and CEO of First Liberty Institute, has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Thanks, Kelly. You know, it's great to have such a good relationship with them. You know, we have passed so much strong religious freedom legislation in the state of Texas. And a lot of times, members of the First Liberty Institute team will come in and testify, you know, while we'll do all the work at the Capitol and the drafting and the lobbying and um the the social media they'll bring a lawyer in to testify on these issues and it just is a tremendous amount of value for um the relationship and and obviously um, the role that kelly plays in being a board member of texas values and providing a lot of advice and counsel is fantastic and look there are a lot of religious liberty issues floating around right i mean we think about the prayer case the football prayer case major issue and a super victory. Some of the things we want to address here in the state of Texas are conscience protections, right? Specific areas of law that say that if you're a doctor or a medical provider, you can't be forced to, you know, prescribe certain things or be engaged in certain procedures and stuff that violate your conscience. You know, and it's a matter of sort of belts and suspenders, right? I mean, there are certain areas of law you would think cover those issues already, but then issues get tested, and you find out, "Mm, we're not so sure that's safe, right? Um, We believed many years ago that a pastor, a church, couldn't be forced to perform a marriage that went against their beliefs, but some people said, we're not sure, and then some pastors said, we might not do marriages anymore because same-sex marriage might be legal, and we're like, "Why, why would you do that, right? And so, So we passed a law, the Pastor Protection Law, that specifically says—it's like a a one-and-a-half-page law— specifically says that you can't be uh, forced—the government can't violate your religious liberty rights in regards to performing marriage and ceremonies that go against your beliefs. The Merry Christmas Law. We've had U.S. Supreme Court cases that have made it clear that you can have some of these things in public schools. We passed a law in 2007. I was the lead advocate on this issue, the school children's religious liberty. Certainly it was covered there. Some people still said, we're not sure what you can do about Christmas. So we passed a specific law in Texas that said, when it comes to Christmas parties, here's what you can do. And that website is MerryChristmasTexas.com. But that's one of the things we do best at Texas Values. When we see a, a space... That needs to be filled. We see a gap in the law where we see the ACLU and school board attor- uh, attorneys and superintendents making excuses why they want to violate or they'll let people's religious liberty rights get violated because, oh, the law is sort of confusing or uncertain. Um We handle those issues of uncertainty and make it absolutely clear in black and white and state law. Now, I think a lot of times those people are saying that just because they want to find some wiggle room because they don't want to follow these things or allow these type of freedoms to flourish. But nonetheless, we address those concerns and we'll continue to do that moving forward uh, on a variety of fronts but certainly on religious liberty on the issue of life look on the issue of life what do we need to do the majority of abortions that are being performed now are medical abortions chemical abortions we need to pass some strong legislation to make sure that we're specific in law that chemical abortions with pills are not allowed These are some of the things we're already working on at Texas Values, in addition to an education program called Texas Values University. We want everybody in the state of Texas to be able to graduate to an advanced level of citizenship. And so when you have a program, an online program of that type, that covers a variety of these issues on a variety of fronts, that's how we do it. Look, we say it a lot of times here at Texas Values. We have a comprehensive approach to advocacy. Some of the problems and challenges we're dealing with in society – you, know, you can't just roll out of bed and come up with a solution, okay? You need professionals like myself, other members of our team that have law degrees, that have advanced degrees, that have professional experience, and that are serious about getting something done. And we don't just show up, you know, whenever it's uh, convenient. We're at the state capitol every day during every legislative session. We're the only faith and family organization that does that or that can say that as well. But if we have to go to court, we can we're able to do that as well. Um, I've been licensed for 20 years in the state of Texas to practice law. Um, I'm able to do that. Other members of our team assist, and we've got some other lawyers we work with that can help us as well. But look, we have to inform people about elections. We're able to do that. We we have a partner group, uh, Texas Values Action, that gets a little bit more involved in that. And so, look, you know, if you want to invest in something like that, we're a one stop shop, right? We're not a one trick pony, okay? We're a one stop shop because whatever tool you need to pull out of the toolbox. We need to pull out the toolbox to solve the problem. When the Save Women's sports issue was starting to brew, that was not something that you could solve with a press conference, right? It took a delicate balance. it took a nuanced approach. It took a professional, professional aspect and uh, approach to these type of issues, right? Um, you had to find athletes that were willing to speak up. You hear Riley Gaines talk about these issues, they were terrified. You had to find a way to get them in front of a camera or a microphone. We did an interview with Riley Gaines almost a year and a half ago and very few people had heard of her. Now she was starting to get out there and people were starting to find out a little bit about her, but not very much. I remember sitting and doing an interview with her at CPAC, and she started to tell the story about how she had to compete against a man in a swimming event, and she mentioned his name, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the person who got a lot of attention on ESPN last summer. And um, I said, "I I think the guy's from Texas, and she confirmed it. He went to Austin Westlake High School here in Central Texas. Will Thomas then had changed his name to Leah Thomas and started competing in women's division at the collegiate level. But we had her on camera there, and then all of a sudden she started exploding after that. I'm not taking credit for everything she did after that. I'm simply saying we understood at that moment She's on camera. We need to let more people know about it. And thankfully, she was courageous enough to continue to do that. And there's not almost a day that passes now that you don't see Riley Gaines on a media interview or in front of a camera. So if that's what you need, we're able to do that. If you need a private approach, right, right? Where we don't have the media involved, where we work with elected officials, where we come up with you know some solutions behind closed doors when that's necessary, because sometimes people are more comfortable negotiating or finding you know a good result. In that way, we're able to preserve those confidentialities. As a lawyer, I understand how important. That can be without question, and our team does as well. Um, but that might be, I made a phone call yesterday on my way home from Plano. By the way, if you didn't make it to our event in Plano on Thursday, Rally Gaines, sensational. Mark Davis, you were awesome. Talk Radio Show host Kelly Shackover, from one of our board members, riveting, on point, timely with some of the challenges, of the court cases that are going on. On religious liberty. So go to our social media. We'll put some highlights up on our website. Fantastic event. And if you weren't there and you still want to give, still time to do that. We did not quite reach our goal for that event. So we're trying to get there before the end of this week, txvalues.org, to make that donation. But I was making a phone call as I was coming home because there was somebody that communicated a problem they were dealing with with a church that's sort of related to zoning or something of that matter. And I made a phone call. Privately. And I'm not going to talk about who it is here on the show. I'm just letting you know. I'm connecting some people on a certain issue and they're probably going to get it resolved. You'll never see a media hit about it. You'll never see a social media post. Uh, At least I don't think so. We'll see how it goes. But we can take that approach sometimes because it takes those things. Do we need to go to a school board? Do we need to go to the city council? Whatever it is we need to do, we can find solutions to a variety of problems at the federal, state, and local level. Most of our work is state and local. And listen, if you don't know about the Christmas law, MerryChristmasTexas.com. There's a one page where you can print it out. You can take it to your kid's public school and say, hey, we're allowed to have Christmas stuff in schools. Now, the schools don't, they're not required to have them, but they can't tell you, oh, we, I don't think we can do that at our school. You know, the ACLU and somebody sent us a letter and I heard this this court case and somebody, you know, said separation of church and state. Nonsense. We have a state law. It's clear. MerryChristmasTexas.com. Print out the one-pagers. You can have Christmas parties. You can say Merry Christmas to each other. You can have a manger scene with Jesus and Mary and, um, you know, baby Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Lost my train of thought there. Um, All those things, you know, Hanukkah, whatever. I mean, there's other things that you can participate in. Uh, Christmas is a federal holiday. When's the last time you heard a federal employee complain and say, you know, it violates my belief in our society to have the day off on Christmas. And it's been a federal holiday since the late 1800s, all right? So listen, I'm about to run out of time, but TXValues.org. Go to our website right now and see what we're doing on the issues of religious liberty now. TXValues.org. Go to our website. Find out more of our work. Um, And listen, if you hear of some challenges on Christmas, not only do we work on that issue in public schools, but anywhere in Texas— And now that the Coach Kennedy case has uh, been victorious, it changed and restored the standard of religious freedom. Let's put those displays out there. You're on stronger footing. Well, you should have been as you were before, but we have a Supreme Court case that can back you up. TXValues.org. If you want to protect Christmas, if you want to protect faith, family, and freedom in Texas, we get results. We're one of the best investments you can make. Go there right now. Make your donation. Tell your friends and family about us. And that's how together we'll protect faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.